Well, I'm Lepler. This is George G. And the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong, powerful Vinayak Matani. Vinayak, are you ready to do this? I sure am. All right, let's go. Vinayak is the CEO of BNB Me. It's a luxury vacation rental management company he co-founded in Dubai in 2018. Today, they manage over 150 homes in Dubai and employ over 70 people. Vinayak, excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal lives, more about your work, and why you do what you do. All right. Uh, well, hi, everybody. Um, so I grew up in uh, Germany in the UK uh, to Indian parents, uh, Indian entrepreneurial parents. Um, our, our dinner table discussions were always to do about business and how the business was running. Um, so I grew up at a very young age, knowing that I'm going to be an entrepreneur. Um, I set up my first business when I was um, 18 years old in between uh, high school and university. Ran that for several years, did quite well, ended up closing it down and then going to university to learn how to run a business. I've lived in Hong Kong, China, India, and now I live in Dubai. Of course, the UK and Germany growing up as well. Um, I set this business up five years ago with my wife because of a problem or, or, or her. we were in a situation with one of our real estates real estate apartments and uh, we came up with a vacation rental to to generate revenue off it and it did really well and that's just grown into a full-fledged business i love it so you start a business when when you're a really young man 18 and then you said that that went well and you went to university to learn more about it how was the formal education did that actually benefit you sometimes it's theory versus practice so I think the fact that I had set up a business and experienced running a business before going to university was probably the best move I did, simply because when I went to university and the professor was asking us to, let's talk about creating a P&L statement, I knew the practical behind that P&L statement. I knew why they were asking us to create the P&L statement. And I could look into the P&L and understand what the numbers meant, whereas if you were just learning the theory, you can't understand what's the practical usage of it. So um, um, I think the education part was very critical. Yeah. Well, that certainly does make sense versus just going in, having no experience at all. And then it sort of sort of makes sense, but you don't have any practical knowledge of it. So I get it. So you were having the personal problem with a rental that you owned and you start to look into it and you say, you know what? I think that there might be a pretty good business here. So how was that transition? Well, so we had a, we actually had a property, and the tenant left us after renting it for three years, um, left us overnight, so kind of ran away, um, left the apartment in a really, really bad condition. And, you know, this is a nice apartment with a private beach overlooking the sea, so it's really, really top-end apartment. Um, and she just destroyed it. And uh, in Dubai, over the summers, the markets generally start to dip because people leave the city because it gets so warm. So uh, my wife and I said, look, there's no point trying to find a long-term tenant because we're just going to get low-balled. Why don't we Airbnb it? And back then in 2015, 16, it was unheard of in this part of the world. The, they didn't, the, there was no regulation. There was no business around it. There was nothing. But we did. And in our first year, we did double the revenue of our long-term rent. So then, what we was, and when we started it, we said, you know what, we don't want to put in too much money. So we just went to IKEA and bought some basics and just created a very basic apartment. And we did a, we did double of our long term. So the second year, we said, hang on a second, let's try to upgrade this. 
And then we went out and bought better furniture. We put some wallpaper here, some paintings there, changed the floorings, upgraded in the entire apartment, and we did even better than before. Um, at that time, we still didn't think, let's make it into a business. We just said, you know what? It'll manage our portfolio. But then friends of ours came over and said, hey, listen, can you do it for us as well? Another friend said, can you do it for us? All of a sudden, we were managing 10 or 12 properties. And uh, we were looking at the numbers, and it was profitable. We are making money. So we said, you know what? Let's 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 try to build a business out of this. Let's add more people on. Let's grow the portfolio, and um, let's figure out what we want to do. And we said we want to be the most luxurious um, vacation rental business in our in the territories we work in, where we offer the guests and the property owners the best experience possible. So our goal isn't to be the biggest. We're not interested in having the maximum number of properties, but we want the highest guest satisfaction score out of everybody. And um, um, we've been so far successful with that. We've just won the International Travelers Award, which is an award voted for by guests three years in a row. So I guess we're on track. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Well, it's the team, not me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you set out to do something and you did it. So I think that that's always a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's been good fun. The journey has been amazing. How How has the... Um, rental market expanded. You talked about how when you started, nobody else was doing it. So let's say 2018, when we incorporated as a business after tough negotiations and setting up, because Dubai had no idea about this industry. So the banks wouldn't even open a bank account. But once mm-hmm. we got that done, I would say there were about 3,000 properties or 4,000 properties on the Airbnb market in Dubai, on the vacation rental market. And today, five years later, there are just about twenty some thousand. So that shows you the the scale, the the the, the growth that's taking place. Fascinating. All right, and you recognized the opportunity to provide this really high end luxury experience. Were you? Did you look at just instead of doing that, say let's just get a ton of these things instead? Um, it did cross our minds, but, uh, my wife and I and are, are firm believers that, um, you, you can only do a business or you can, especially if it's a service or consumer facing and you're trying to create a brand of something you believe in. And, um, we personally understand the luxury market more than the mass market. Now that's not saying that either one are bad or one is better than the other, but it's what you really understand. Um, I don't, I mentally don't understand the concept of no customer service and volume business where it's all about getting bums on the beds and moving that around. And you sacrifice on cleaning, cleanliness, you sacrifice on customer service to the extent where you don't give bad customer service, but you just don't have the budgets to give great customer service. So um, that mindset just doesn't relate to us. And we, we understand creating better experiences, being more hospitable, you know, offering the guests higher, better value. So, so we generally, like, for example, we don't give discounts, but we'll give you a free airport pickup. You know, we, we'll do what it takes to, to enhance your experience. But we're not going to give you a discount. That's not what we believe in. I think that's great, and I also love the term "bums" or "bums on the bed." I think that that's that that's awesome too. So you you touched on um, we're not going to offer discount, but we will come and pick you up at the airport. What are some of those other 
um, features or ways that you are providing this 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 top tier experience? Well, we have our, our most popular one is, for example, daily cleaning. Um, um, you know, if you're a regular guest of ours and you stay with us frequently, and we have some sort of an agreement, or um, we offer you free cleaning, if you book certain properties of ours, we'll clean it every day for you. Um, so that's probably the biggest one. But there's tons of stuff. You know, I mean, if you're coming from, let's say, China, for example. Um, the Chinese like to eat their rice. So we provide them free rice cookers. We provide them chopsticks instead of normal Western cutlery. We provide them soya sauce instead of salt and pepper. So we we, we bespoke and adjust uh, the experience to the profile of the guest. Which makes all the sense in the world as, 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 as I'm listening, but it's just that extra step which 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 you're taking and you're doing the extra work of appreciating the fact that people that are coming to dubai are coming from literally every corner of the world yeah yeah and that's why we charge a dollar extra 2 dollars extra but um we guarantee you a great experience well i think that that is i think that that is great um and from a customer service standpoint have when when you are having so many international travelers come is there a language barrier has that has has that ever come up just communication from a cultural standpoint so i think we speak within the company 13 different languages or 15 different languages so we cover most part of parts of the world um, um which is great and that helps a lot uh but yeah you still get an occasional language from somewhere which you've not heard of but I guess with the AI tools today, we have a WhatsApp uh, AI tool where language is converted automatically. So you can type whatever language you want. We'll read it in English. We'll type back and you'll read it in whatever you want. Amazing. Small little things that are that, that are helping you to do an even better job. So I think that that's great. As as you've been scaling, um, what well, what what does the future hold? Are, are, is it 300 homes? Is it? 500 employees? No, we'd like to be, um, we'd, we'd like to be at what we say a thousand homes hitting an average of 90% in terms of guest review scores. So we want to hit thousand because we feel that's a decent number, but more important is we want to make sure we have 90, 90% approval rate from guests. What is what is common on an approval rate across Airbnb, or, or if that's even knowable? Um, so Airbnb rates you out of five. To be a super host, you have to be 4.8, which we are. Um, um, we are 4.8. Um, I think the average is anywhere between 4 to 4.5 for, for companies our size. 4.5, 4.3 is probably an average. Um, so we operate about that average. Yeah. Well, which certainly makes sense. And in terms of where it is that 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 you're needing to add from when you were at five homes and X number of employees, how did you identify the areas that you needed to staff up in or get more resources in? So from an entrepreneurial perspective, you know, when you start, you do everything. And then as you as you start growing, you start adding on doers, the people who do the job. And then as, as you grow, you need to add supervisors to make sure that the people who are doing their job are doing their job. And then you need to add managers to make sure 
that uh, supervisors and the people are doing their job and the department's been taken care of. And then you add on people who sit and talk strategy with you. So it's kind of like a pillar-based up pyramid that you that you start building and you create. And um, there's still parts of the business where I do the part, where I haven't hired anybody to do it because um, I enjoy it and it's what gives me the highest satisfaction. But um, the parts uh, in the business, which I used to do four or five years ago, which I just overview once a month now, uh, because I'm not needed for that. I can hire somebody to do that job. Mm-hmm. And um, generally, when you hire someone to do the job at, the, at a manager or strategy level, you've got to hire someone who can do the job better than you. Otherwise, you're the best person in your company. And then your company's stuck. Mm-hmm. So the managers you hire have to be able to do the job of their department better than you could do it. Otherwise, you don't need them. What are some of those things that you really enjoy? I love business development or guest services. I love checking guests in and talking to them about their experience, talking to understand why they're coming here and what they're expecting from their vacation. Um, I love that part of the job. Um, I love the part of the job when an owner is buying a new property, about talking to them about the new property and and um, helping them understand the short-term market and how we can add value to them. I think those are the two, my two most favorite parts of the job. How much of your your top rating and winning those three amazing awards is properly managing expectations? 90%. If you, if you manage the expectation from the start correctly, rather than giving a false picture, you're 90% job done. If you, if you, if you build up an expect unrealistic expectation and then you don't deliver on it, you failed. But if you build up an unrealistic expectation and you deliver on it, that's where you get to the point where we want to be. So we don't want to downplay the expectation and manage the expectation to a very low level and then give them a better service. We want to make them dream a bit. And then we want to make those dreams come true. And then you have magic. You mentioned just a second ago that you enjoy working with potential new owners. How does that process work? How how are you working with potential new owners? I mean, if there's a business development lead, I don't, I don't, the new owners I generally don't work with, but um, if there's an old, old investor who we're managing a property with and um, I know them personally and they're looking to reinvest or invest further, then I will deal with them. But um, the process is, uh, the, I mean, new property owners coming through business development and then my wife, Shopa, she takes care of that entire department. So she takes care of the key account retention and also new business. Got it. So you're at, roughly speaking, um, 150 homes. You're interested in getting to 1,000. Do you have an idea of what percentage that you will own and then that you will be managing the portfolio for other owners? So we so we manage for others. We don't own any of the properties. The company doesn't own any of the properties themselves. Um, my wife and I may own individual properties that we give the company to manage, but as a business model, the company only manages. Got it. So there's an opportunity for people who are current owners or who are would-be owners of properties in Dubai to, to work with you? 100%. And we're not only in Dubai, we also operate in India. 
and uh, recently started or about to start Saudi Arabia. Is that easy to do? To just <laughs> no, it's not. I probably picked the easiest country to start in. Uh, Dubai, in terms of entrepreneurship and business, is probably the most ideal place in the world uh, because of the support system. Um, Saudi Arabia and India are probably the most difficult places, but it's the challenge that gets you excited, right? That's what sure. you wake up for. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's fascinating. I mean, just there's so many different layers. Obviously, when when whenever you're endeavoring to do business in a different a, a different place, uh, so many different new things to to learn about and opportunities and challenges. So, I imagine that that is uh, for somebody who likes business development, a super engaging thing. Yeah, it sure is. You got that right. <laughs> and sometimes maddening, Vinayak. So, <laughs> sorry. And, and sometimes maddening as well, drive you crazy. Yeah, yeah. So what are you most excited about? What is What do the next five years hold? Getting to those thousand properties, and we'd love to list the business on the stock market. That's our eventual goal. Um, um, but at the moment, it's getting to those thousand properties with a 90% review score. The reason I say thousand and 90%, because if we've got... 50 properties that are under 90%, that's not the 1,000 for us. We want 1,000 with that 90% score. Well, I think that if there's anybody that's going to do it, it's going to be you. So thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you and how can they how can they engage with you and BNB Me? So they can come onto our website, bnbmehomes.com. Um, they can also connect to me through LinkedIn. And um, it's Vinayak C. Matani on LinkedIn under BNBB Holiday Homes. And um, any message in LinkedIn, I can promise to reply back to. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Vinayak your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to bnbmehomes.com and check out everything that we've been talking about today and find out if there's an opportunity for you to uh, partner up and also offer this incredible experience to your existing clients or to your future clients. Find Vinayak on LinkedIn and he is V-I-N-A-Y-A-K-C-M-A-H-T-A-N-I. Thanks again, Vinayak. Thank you very much. Have a great day. You as well. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.